0: Cubana coming back at you with another episode of the Unladylike Lounge podcast. Today I am joined with Bijou and you are also known as the Mushroom Mamacita. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you so much for joining us. You specialize in three terms that I've actually never heard of before and that is conscious entrepreneurship, ethical marketing, and soulful branding. What Can you explain to us a little bit about what those are?
1: Yeah, so I I love talking about those things, actually. Um, Yeah, so before I kind of started my own psychedelic journey, um, I was more of like a branding consultant and a business coach in the sense that I was trying to get people over their um, mental blocks or trying to find their soul purposes and, and really just feeling good about their work. And uh, then when I found psychedelics, it was like, oh, right, like, this can help us uh, have the clarity and the vision on um, how to show up, right? And so to get over our fears of imposter syndrome or um, worries that that everyone else is doing it, we can't do it, or I can't make money off of that. And so, yeah, it's it's essentially um, conscious entrepreneurship is... Beautiful, in my opinion, because it allows the work that we do to benefit the greater good. So that means that we aren't putting marketing verbiage out there that makes people feel less than or like they need something to be okay or makes them feel bad about themselves or um, soulful branding can be like really infusing your essence into your brand instead of just going with what everyone else is doing trending wise. And so it really allows you to feel like seen by your, by your business yes. and the the people that consume either your brand or your services. So yeah, it's kind of like a, a new term, but it's really just getting back to um, worrying about how is my business and the work that I'm doing impacting my society, in my community, myself, and the planet at large. That
0: is wonderful. That is absolutely wonderful. That was something that really drew me to um, wanting to speak with you because I don't think that that's something we really hear a lot about, especially as new entrepreneurs in in the upcoming market. Um, we and it's it's almost intimidating out there. And I think that these, these terms and learning about them really kind of help take that, that fear out of out of it, you know, and it, it kind of gives us a new sense of I can do this, I can, I can, you know, I, I have a chance, you know, um, why do you feel that they are such important practices of yours?
1: Yeah, it, to your point about how it gives you confidence, it's it's you're spot on in my opinion in the sense that a lot of times you're like It doesn't fall within my values to grow to the size of apple right like i don't know how to compete with that i don't know how to just sell to make money like i want to show up authentically and maybe only attract a fraction of the population but that's enough for my version of success right and so it allows you to kind of let your freak flag fly and only the people who are meant to work with you or use your product will find you And so, yeah, for that reason, I think it's really important to um, stop trying to go at it like I'm just trying to feed myself and my family. It cannot be that and I'm also making a difference in the world, right? Or I'm making a difference in one person's life. And so even if it's like you're selling clothing, it's like am I helping people feel better about themselves? Am I giving – Um, A group of people that doesn't really have certain size options that ability or are my practices allowing for more sustainable um, abilities in in the marketplace right so it's it's uh, values essentially just they run all the way through your business from how you produce to how you market to how you feel so like me personally, I was redlining myself quite a bit whenever I was in the hustle. And now I'm much more in the feminine flow. And I'm actually much more abundant than I was before. And I'm not killing myself, like staying up to all hours, pushing myself too hard, drinking coffee all day just to keep up, right. And so I guess it's just a more mindful approach that I think all of us kind of need right now.
0: And I think it really, it's wonderful in the aspect that it helps it it allows you to determine your your idea of success as well it's really it's not putting that society standard of what they determine success is It, it really puts the ball in your court i love that about about these concepts how do entrepreneurs utilize psychedelics to maximize their true potential
1: yeah. So, um, a lot of times we have programming that we picked up as we got older. So, um, as we were growing, we might've had, um, our parents say, oh, you shouldn't like, um, uh, but you put yourself out there, right. You could get burned or it's like, wrong to speak up, and and we don't really align with that personally now, and so, but we still have that programming running in the subconscious, Mm -hmm. and so, or maybe we had something embarrassing happen in sixth grade when we were giving a presentation, and now we're just not good at public speaking, right? Right. So those are essentially like wounds and programs that need to be replaced, or if you're thinking about a code, rewritten, and so um, the, the psychedelics actually open your mind enough and resensitize you enough to then go in and decide, oh, wow, that's actually been affecting me. And "Hmm, what do I want it to be instead? Right? What's the narrative that I actually want playing in there? And so working with someone is is really helpful, because it's easier, obviously, for someone back here to go, oh, I see that, right? And Okay. okay, let's replace that. And then what can you do in your life to kind of bolster that claim? What can you do to actually make that new concept stick and root down in your system? And how is that going to actually affect your life, right? And so, um, yeah, psychedelics just essentially like help with neuroplasticity, which is making your brain um, not stuck in these like linear paths that you've been on. They allow you to kind of open up your Um, horizon and say what path can i take now
0: okay kind of helps you become unstuck so Mm -hmm. to speak awesome Mm -hmm. okay what are some common misconceptions about
1: psychedelics you'd like to dispel for our listeners Mm, that's a good question i like that one
0: um
1: (laughs) So, a lot of times I'll have people that come to me and either have zero experience with psychedelics and they have a, this narrative that was definitely like from the 50s or 60s, it is uh, that they're bad, they're going to melt your brain, they're going to make you go like crazy, they're um, bad for you. All of that is not true. Um, and then I've had people that come to me and maybe when they were in high school and they were drunk, they popped a bunch of mushrooms the, oh, and yeah. they were in the bad and setting and they had a mini like panic attack or breakdown right so mm-hmm. then they're gonna believe that that might be um something that would happen now but in all actuality that is not the case especially taking very small doses which is like a microdose um to kind of just support you so i would say um those are two beliefs that I really regularly have to dispel um, and work with people on. Um, another thing is that uh, if you take very small amounts of it, the the amount that you would need to help your, regulate your nervous system and open your mind, that you're going to like trip out and not be able to do your work when truly it's just kind of like a cup of coffee where you're taking a substance to... Uh, essentially biohack your way through the day right so it's in very small doses can really optimize your life and then if you do choose the larger trip experiences you can really heal a lot of wounds but sometimes it's nice to gain that clarity from the microdosing container and then know what intention should be for like a bigger experience Gotcha. Okay, so it's
0: just not just jumping straight into the deep end. Make just kind of build right up into it. That yeah. makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, in in my opinion, it's kind of like, especially if you work with a psychedelic coach that kind of helps you come up with the right dose straight and protocol you develop trust with not only the medicine but also with the person over a long period of time so that if you do find one of those deep seated wounds that needs a, a bigger experience to kind of dislodge then you have so much trust in both your facilitator and your medicine at that point so you're allowed to more surrender to it rather than if you're like right out of the gate just doing a large amount absolutely
0: that makes a lot of sense how can people make sure that they are safely obtaining and using utilizing psychedelics
1: Mm -hmm. that's a great question so i mean the term psychedelic is uh right now encompassing a lot of things right so ayahuasca and lsd and mdma and ketamine and all kinds of things right so um that's a that's a, a loaded question because I could go down each of those veins talking about how to obtain safely and how to ask certain questions but I'll just talk about psilocybin like magic mushrooms in a sense because that's like my specialty um, you definitely want to uh, find a grower or a facilitator that um, that you can trust that you can ask a lot of questions so um, Asking how fresh it is is really important. Asking what strain it is, um, depending on what you're trying to accomplish. But if all of that seems overwhelming to you, then finding uh, someone that has a lot of experience with it, that's a friend or um, an actual psychedelic coach that can help you essentially figure out your journey and what's going to be appropriate for you and teaches you how to add this tool to your toolkit so that forever thereafter, you can utilize the medicine intuitively as you need it.
0: Oh, for sh- okay. So now psychedelic coaches, how readily available are they? That's actually something that I've personally never heard of until coming across your profile.
1: So now, um, more than ever, like there's a lot of psychedelic facilitators um, that we all got training in maybe like bigger experiences to do them safely with people. But um, I think that more and more there are popping up um, this concept of like therapeutic coaching with psychedelics. And that is um, not just like a big experience, but um, maybe a microdosing container where someone actually walks you through it and offers you support because what's great about especially mushrooms is that stuff comes up and out of your psyche that needs to be addressed. And sometimes when you're alone and dealing with that, it feels like, well, what the hell do I do with that, right? Oh, right. Yeah, and so, like, especially uh, for the first time somatically, you're trying to move things out instead of just, like, um, talking about them. Um, And so you definitely want to ask for support in, like, uh, those practices and to have someone to talk to that has experience with, psychedelics because it's a totally different language right like it's someone who has been there can actually help you figure out what's going on and what that might mean and uh what what is happening to your consciousness right and so um there are more and more of them i know right now since it's um still like illegal in most places it's maybe a little bit hard to find but I think more and more the consulting side of things is something that legally can be talked about because essentially you're just supporting someone in in their journey and um, giving them guidance on what might be right for them because everyone is so different. Your past traumas... Your current um, environment and then your future goals are going to be super different than anyone else, right? And so, a specific path journey needs to happen specifically for you versus someone else.
0: So they're they're tailored for each person, each individual. Okay, that's that. That's a beautiful thing, actually. When you stop and think about it, that there are people that can that can make that happen for each individual's journey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then, um, what are common mental blocks and how do you clear them?
1: Um, things like I'm not worthy. Um, uh, money is hard to make and I have to bust my ass to do it. Uh, um, I am insecure. I don't have the confidence to show up for my business, for my brand, for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's selfish to work on myself and to ask the world for what I need, um, uh, too many people are doing it and doing it better than me. So I shouldn't, um, like, uh, there are a lot, <laughs> I've found so. so many working with people. Uh, essentially it's like, whatever you tell yourself that keeps you safe and keeps you from doing what you actually want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, it's it's that and then actually working with that side of you that is scared and it is trying to protect you and making it feel safe enough to where you can kind of get over that hump and and actually experience a different reality uh, that you never gave yourself the um, capacity to do or you wouldn't risk uh anything to do so yeah it there's everyone has their own specific yeah. version of a mental block um but yeah it's it's really interesting I love finding them with people that that is something that I actually had a an experience with I
0: had a lot of well I still have a lot of imposter syndrome and my very first experience with mushrooms I just I felt this just I don't even know how to explain it. And Mm -hmm. ever since then is when I actually started my business. And I can't, when people ask me about it, they're like, how did you do it? How did you do it? And I am literally sitting here like, I have no idea. I don't, it's just one day I told myself I couldn't. And the next day I was like, well, I guess I'm going to. And it's literally been ever since this experience. So that's, it's crazy how that it it really does work. And I had no (laughs) idea how to explain it even. Um, What is microdosing and how can it help? Well, we've already gone over how it can help, but what is microdosing for those who aren't quite familiar with the term itself?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, microdosing is having a very small amount of the medicine in your system. So um, for instance, let's talk about um, a glass of wine versus like four bottles of wine, right? So if you were to drink one glass of wine, you would soften, you would loosen, you would get like, yeah, I feel good, right? Yes. I can totally function on life and, but I just feel a little bit better, right? Sure. Um, and then you have four bottles and that's like, <laughs> that's like a big trip, right? Like that's like, uh, a, a, a very intense experience. It's not the same like apples to apples. Cause obviously you're not going to get a big hangover from mushrooms, but, um, I would liken it to that because essentially it's a very tiny dose, um, like barely noticeable to where you um, essentially just drop into your body a little bit easier um, because we're always so focused outward on everything going on around us that for once we kind of like come into ourselves a little bit. And it's like if you set it up for yourself correctly, it's a really nice time to meditate or to stretch or to kind of just check in with yourself, right? And then the rest of the day, um, you're typically able to resource your stress a little bit better or new concepts like what you were saying make sense. Like, I can wait, maybe I can do this or maybe I was just scared or who cares? Let me try. If I fail, I fail, right? Right. These concepts, these knowingnesses become a little bit more um, prevalent and and exciting. And so it's kind of just like your brain and your body reconnecting again and going, uh, how can I look at this from a different perspective? How can I look at this problem in a new way, right? Innovation. And so it's essentially just a supplement. And I believe that one day it's going to be something as like regular as putting a little bit of a scoop into your smoothie, right? Kind of like a lot Mm -hmm. of the supplements out there, the nootropics that are really good for your brain. Um, Essentially, this is like a soul food that also helps your brain. And um, yeah, it's, it's just a very tiny amount that kind of really helps you understand what needs to be healed where you're not holding your boundaries and uh, really just bringing you a sense of calmness um, that allows you to kind of like ride the waves of the world because those aren't going away. Right. Right.
0: Right. Just kind of helps you just get through it. And that's, That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And I hope that, at least in my time, that it is about as normal as putting a scoop into your coffee because I'm about ready for it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the world is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Is there any wisdom that you can share with us before we close out? And can you, where can my audience find more of your work?
1: Yeah. um, So I'm really active on Instagram. I love it. I I share a lot of goofiness, but also yes. um, some some soulful uh, messages. Um, I really love connecting with people on there. I get a lot of messages and questions. Um, but you can also, if you wanted to understand more, you can always like book a, a call in the link of my bio or go to my website, and I'll send you all of that. But um, uh, I guess wisdom, it would be that I believe that our number one job is to give ourselves the best existence on this planet. So what happens from that is, one, we get a pretty sweet existence, but when you're vibrating on that level, you are happy, you feel seen, you feel fulfilled, you feel taken care of by yourself, that everyone around you benefits, right? So... You show up a better person to your kids, to your partner, to your clients, your customers. And so I think that a lot of times we find value in just um, being everything to everyone, but not to ourselves. And so that's where the disconnect happens. That's where disease happens. That's where uh, mental health issues happen. And so I would say turn the lens back on yourself a little bit, ask yourself what you need. And, f- and work on being okay with giving it to yourself because, like I said, it's not a selfish thing. In fact, it really does benefit the whole world around you. It really so does. That's, it, that's my little takeaway.
0: It really is. It- it really is. It really is. When we take care of ourselves, I, I always tell people you can't pour from an empty cup. So that I absolutely love that. And I will go ahead and link all of her social media and website in our podcast bio. Thank you so much, Bijou, for joining us today. Thank you to our unladies and non unladies alike for joining us. It has been a pleasure. And I love y'all fiercely.